0: It's really good to have you join us on your very delightful weekend talk show, NASCO Moments Radio Show. The show comes your way every Saturday at this hour. Do you know where your children are this very moment? The mass media is today an essential part of our daily lives. As the fourth estate of the realm, the media is not just an influencer of public opinion, but increases public awareness to issues and happenings around them. Although media freedom is generally accepted as a cornerstone of modern democratic society, the media has the sacred responsibility to the public on what and how it reports and distinguishes analysis from opinions. However, in these days of citizen journalism, when the world has shrunk to wavelengths and information sharing through the social media, these responsibilities have been thrown to the background. What is at play today an increasing wave of fake news and hate speech through various social media platforms, leading to not only a breakdown of relationships, but heightened ethnic and religious tensions. The pertinent questions to ask then are, what is it that has given rise to the spread of fake news and hate speech? What are some of the manifestations of fake news and hate speech? How have fake news and hate speech affected the credibility of the media, and what can be done to curb the menace? On your favorite NASCO Moments radio show this morning, we have invited Dr. Tae Obateru. He is a senior lecturer in the Department of Mass Communication, University of Joss, where he has lectured for about 18 years. He earned two postgraduate degrees from the United Kingdom and has practiced journalism for several years. He is a trainer and has a number of articles in local and international journals and chapters in books. He is a member of the Nigeria Institute of Public Relations, NIPR, and several other professional and academic associations in communication, media, and journalism studies. Dr. Taye Obateru is here to discuss the mass media, dealing with the menace of fake news and hate speech. I am Hudungyang. Please stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. A promise kept.
1: The taste of Nasco Cream Crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. Nasco Cream Crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. Nasco Cream Crackers is best served with tea, coffee, and cheese. Nasco cream
0: crackers, a promise kept. It's
1: crunchy and tasty. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers, another quality product from Nasco.
0: Dr. Taya Obateru, it's nice to have you on the Nasco Moments Radio Show.
1: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here.
0: Okay, so um, do tell us about the traditional role of the mass media in the society. What is it?
1: Yes, the mass media is supposed to be an informer an educator, and entertainer, those are the basic uh, things and in doing that they're supposed to do it in a manner that works for the good of society. So you are giving information, you are disseminating information, it should be information that is for the overall good of society. So how do we keep people informed for instance? It was to enlighten them, educate them and make them to be aware of their society and see how they can contribute to making the society work so it is not just giving information for information's sake and that is why there is a professional aspect of information giving which is that you cross-check your facts you ensure that you balance your stories and make sure that whatever information you are giving out is uh, objective fair and for the good of society mm. so the uh, media they have a role to play and of course we also know that even the constitution gives us a watchdog dog which is ensure that the society is well-governed. Serve as a watchdog of both in government, ensure that they govern well, they do what they're supposed to do, so that society is run well. So the media really has a, a lot of role to play in making, in working for the good of society.
0: Okay, to what extent has information, communication, technology, especially the social media, what way has it affected the role of the traditional media?
1: Well, it, it has changed it. That is true. We have a new media ecology now because of the, 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 the breaking of the monopoly. Hitherto, traditional media had a monopoly of information giving because they, they, they control the mass. So you need a, news, a, a, a mass medium to be able to reach out to a lot of people. And that was the role the, news, the traditional news media was playing. So whether it's radio, television, uh, newspaper, you have that, you had that monopoly of reaching out to a mass. And so, for anybody to be able to reach a lot of people, you need this traditional news media. But now that has been broken, the monopoly has been taken away. And so, people now uh, generate content and disputes bypassing the traditional media. And that has changed a lot of things globally. And that is where I think we're having the issues we have.
0: Okay. There have been growing concerns about fake news and hate speech. So, what is the difference between the two?
1: Well, they are quite different. Uh, fake news, if you want to look at it from the professional point of view, if we're going to if we're going to define news in the sense that we professionals would define it, it's supposed to be credible, timely, and reliable information. Which means that you go through the it goes through the process of um, gatekeeping, as we say. That is, you cross check the facts. Uh, you have various people cross checking to ensure that certain rules are, uh, are adhered to, to make sure that the, what eventually gets out is credible and it will be uh, good for the society as I said earlier. So that is supposed to be uh, news but when it is now distorted then it is no longer the, the, the credible news that we are talking about. So fake news in a nutshell is mis- a, 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 a miss Mis, uh, misdirected or uh, news that is given with a wrong a wrong intent. So you want to just mislead the people. You want to misinform them. Sometimes it is half-baked news, so to say. So it is not entirely false, but uh, tainted or manipulated to achieve a specific end. Mm-hmm. So they come in various forms. Mm-hmm. So fake news can either be outright lie, or it could be Manipulated lie. Sometimes it is a, even a rehash of information that has, of something that has happened somewhere and you present it as if it's just happening. So you, you just represent something or it could have happened in another place and you bring it to another crime and pretend that it is just happening. So they come in various forms. Okay.
0: What about hate speech?
1: But hate speech is any information that can generate ill feelings towards a person, a group, a government or a people. So anything that is disseminated, that when people get to hear it, they develop some ill feelings towards an issue, a people, or a party, the government. That is a hate speech, mm-hmm. but it also has its, new, its own n- nuances because um, sometimes it has it is culturally based. So it has cultural issues where, when 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 somebody hears it, it may. Not mean anything to him if it's not if it's not it don't belong to the culture, but there are some places where it heightens a lot of. So if we look at our own situation where religion and ethnicity takes a lot of issues, so things that may not matter to people in some other climes matter to us, and so they could come as hate speech.
0: What is responsible for the upsurge of hate speech and fake news in our society?
1: I think simply the the birth of the internet. Uh, it's not that it, they are not new phenomena. They are not new phenomena as such. They've been there, but because, like I said, the, the mass media was controlled. The traditional mass media was controlled. People didn't have access to reach a lot of people, so they do their mouth-to-mouth talk or just send messages to people. So it didn't have the kind of impact that the social media or the internet is having. So what is the responsible, especially in our country, is that it's like we, we we just got a kind of freedom, so to say, freedom. Uh, that is the access to be able to disseminate and, to generate and disseminate information to a mass, yeah. and so there is that see that uh, frenzy of yes, I can now generate. So you just you see some posts, you just know that this person just wants to feel feel that th- people should know that they have now access to the internet. He's now on the internet, so it just generates anything and posts there. He does not think twice about what he's posting, the effect or whatever, and then so. That is the thing so? I think that is the major so just thing. Just a
0: lot of attention yes. seeking, yes. Okay, uh, you're listening to the NASCO Moments radio show this morning. Thank you for being here. Join us right after this break.
1: NASCO Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet. And can be used in tea, coffee, pop, and a variety of cereals and beverages. NASCO Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? NASCO Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. NASCO Cube. Mmm. NASCO cube, cube Sugar. Oh that sweet taste. NASCO
0: Cube Sugar, another quality product from NASCO. Welcome back. It is the NASCO Moment Show on radio, and our guest is Dr. Tai Obateru, a senior lecturer in the Department of Mass Communication, University of Joss. He is a member of the NIPR and several other professional and academic associations in communication, media, and journalism studies. Today, we are discussing the mass media, dealing with the menace of fake news and hate speech. Now, what would you say are some of the manifestations of hate speech and fake news?
1: Yeah, just like you said in your introductory uh, uh, message, it, it, it manifests in a lot of ways. For instance, we now have more more tension, ethnic, religious tension, as a result of what people send via social media because people can generate and just circulate anything. And we also have that, that problem of kind of... Um, aligning with anything that suits our interests. So you see someone sees a post, he does not subject it to any verification or even even when he suspects that it is not the truth, when he suspects it is a fake news, it disseminates it because it suits his religious or ethnic interest, And so this is heightening and escalating ethnic and religious tension in society. We are more suspicious of one another now because of such such uh, information, hate speech and um, even fake news. So it is affecting the society adversely.
0: Please, can you tell us the implications of fake news and hate speech on the polity?
1: Yeah, we have, it's, it's going to create more 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 crisis for us because when you see the kind of things that people post. For instance, there is a crisis somewhere and somebody posts pictures of decapitated bodies and so on. You can't make people feel bad and the kind of reaction it generates is going to be devastating and we're already witnessing it. See what happened in Kaduna. People were traveling and they just got hacked down as a result of uh, what people got from the social media. We know what has been happening in just two. It's a result is a result of the kind of things that people post. People post unverified information and because people are emotional, they just react spontaneously. You see more action, some miscreants take advantage of the situation. And so it's actually creating security issues and that uh, even governments are finding difficult to to tackle. So it is a really it's really a very serious problem and is uh, affecting the society negatively.
0: Okay. How have all these affected operations of the media in the country?
1: Yeah, the news media is on its toes, so to say, because, um, like I said, the, the, the monopoly of controlling information has is, uh, is been taken away from the news media. So uh, I worked on a paper where I said from news breakers to news chasers, I was describing journalists. Journalists now have to chase news. They now, they now monitor social media to, to see what kind of information is there to know whether they are credible. I've seen reporters who got calls from their, from their editors on news, news on social media to cross-check. Are you aware that this is happening? Sometimes they are not the truth. So. It actually, it has actually transformed the, the, the operations of the news media, and it is uh, it is not it is not too good because uh, all the et, et, ethical issues, et, ethical checks that will be there for the traditional news media is no longer there, and so you have people now have information access to information that are not cross-checked, that are not verified, and so the traditional media is just kind of tagging along, so to say.
0: Okay, so how can people? Uh, the public identify fake news first, and then hate speech.
1: Well, hate uh, speech, I think, is is easy to is easy to identify. Uh, like I, when I was explaining, I said, hate speech can be can be the truth, but it can have a negative effect in terms of generating hatred. And so, it depends on us as individuals how how what what how do we see. Uh, society, what do we think are our roles in society? If we know that we want to work for the good of society, but you see a news, even if it's against even it is it is uh, against the people that you think are not yours, you should know that it may have a negative effect on the society. And so you don't begin to share it or begin to disseminate it. So to that extent you control your emotions, when it comes to issues that you know can generate can generate speech. And with the moment you see certain descriptions, you know that this is a little bit exaggerated. Or even if it is the truth, you know it is a responsibility to share it because it's going to generate more problem. So I think as far as hate speech is concerned, if we want to be responsible, and want to be work for the good of our society, we can always check that. But for fake news, is a little bit more difficult. Because uh, uh, academically there are some approaches, but they are not foolproof. For instance, there is a human-based approach which says try to cross-check information. So if you get an information, check newspapers, check traditional media and other places to see whether you'll be able to corroborate information before you believe. But that one too is not always there because you could even check and you think it's nowhere. And so it does not mean it is the truth. So that is difficult. There's also the what we call the mechani- mechanized approach, which is that you use your computer or any other gadget to cross-check whether there is the existence of such information. That can also work uh, to just a, 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 an extent, because um, they've not been able to dis- uh, develop any software that is universal, because we have cultural language and other issues that will not make it work. But at least you can. Google and information when you get it to know whether it is something that is coming from somewhere. So if something happened in another country and somebody somebody is presenting it as something that's happened in Nigeria, by Googling you'll be able to find out. So that one also has its own limitation. And then there is the hybrid approach, which is the one that people that is you combine the two. So you do the human and then you do the mechanized so that somewhere you... At
0: least try and find the source. Yes. Okay, and see where it is coming from, and then you can determine if it is fake or not. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, it's of course the NASCAR Moments radio show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back with our guest. For whatever flavor you may need. So crunchy and so creamy. It's all fresh and tasty for the young and everybody. Take
1: a bite and get the feeling that you get what you need for everybody. Take it everywhere, go. Grab the taste of quality. Everybody say, Costco. Get away with Nasco Biscuits today. Nasco Cream Biscuits. Nasco Shortcake Biscuits. Nasco Cream Crackers. Nasco Biscuits. Cream of Biscuits.
0: You are on to your favorite Nasco Moments radio show. Our guest today is Dr. Tae Obateru, a senior lecturer in the Department of Mass Communication, University of Joss, where he has lectured for about 18 years. He has been sharing his thoughts on the mass media, dealing with the menace of fake news and hate speech. Now, um, importantly, how can we curtail the menace of hate speech and fake news?
1: I think we need uh, media literacy, that is, educating ourselves on how to use the the media, especially the internet. Uh, people need to be aware of um, the, the, the the of appreciating the weight of what they share or post or copy. They need to know that, that that action of just putting something on the internet has a lot of implications. And so we need that media literacy. Uh, uh, whether NGOs or even in schools, wherever, we need to educate people to know that if they are going to use the internet, they have to use it responsibly. Then they also need to weigh the, the kind of information they share so that people are not misinformed. Uh, Fake news, for instance, that's what we call the illusory truth effect, which uh, explains how people tend to perceive lies as the truth because of constant exposure to it. So when people get news or get information via the internet, people keep sharing it. Even when they know, maybe first two, three, you say, this is fake, I can't believe it. By the time you begin to re- receive it four or five times. Even when deep within you, you know it's the, the illusory illu- 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 truth effect explains that you begin to perceive it as the truth. Mm. And so you begin to think that is it. The, the, so we need to actually check the, the rate. Some people have suggested laws, but it has not really worked anyway. Because um, somebody who sits in his room and disseminates information, uh, the damage will have been done, even if you end up trying him uh he has to cause the damage. So, just need to be educated so, and maybe over time as we get used to, maybe we'll get saturated at a point and we'll not have this, uh, this uh, excitement about the internet wanting to post and wanting to be there. So, maybe we'll get there.
0: Maybe that one will work. Yes. Who knows? We have to wait and see. Okay, what role can media professionals play in this regard?
1: Yeah, I think the, the, the news media has the, the challenge of serving, regaining their position as the authentic source of credible news. So now that fake news is all over, it's already starting. You see people will say, okay, for me to cross-check, I'll go to the news media, let me go. Thank God many of our news uh, media, they now have online platforms, so they can go there. So what we need to do is not to fall into, into the trap of going to news from the internet and not cross-checking and then publishing. That way we will be categorizing ourselves alongside all the other people. So we need to stick to our ethical principles by cross-checking whatever information so that people know that whatever they get from the news media, from traditional news media, is authentic. And that way, we will serve as the the, the kind of clearinghouse, so to say, for any kind of news that is coming. So when people get any information, on Facebook, Twitter or whatever, they go to the traditional media to cross-check. If we stand well and we do this well, we will regain our position as a credible source of formation and people can always go there. To, so we have a role to play. If we do it well, we'll be able to regain the confidence of the people.
0: Mm. Are there existing laws against the spread of fake news and hate speech? And if there are, are they effective?
1: One way or the other, we have laws that can apply so anything, because dissemination of false information, for instance, is an offence under the law, but they can—they are not—they cannot be effective yet because I doubt even if our, our law enforcement agencies have the facility to properly monitor the social media, where we are having the major challenge of uh, fake news. So we need to also develop infrastructure. We need to also develop um, uh, technology. And then train people; they are, especially, are people to be able to monitor the kind of things. But again, uh, we are talking about press, uh, freedom of expression. We also want to be careful so that governments do not use it to suppress the people, to suppress people's uh, freedom to express themselves. So I, I, I would rather go for having laws that will check the excesses of people. So if anybody flouts the law, prosecute the person and let the person pay for whatever he or she has done.
0: Okay. Um, What would you like to tell the listener as we wrap up this conversation?
1: Yeah, dear listener, my advice is that um, as Nigerians, as citizens of the world, we owe it to work for the good of our society. We cannot continue to say it is government or it is that or this person. All of us have a role to play in making our country, our society to be a better society. That is why we must operate responsibly, the way we speak, the kind of information we disseminate, the kind of things that we tell, we tell people, we should weigh them. We weigh the consequence of whatever you are going to disseminate, and don't be an agent of spreading fake news or hate news. Be responsible and think about it. What if this affects me or affects my people? When we think that way, think we will be more responsible in the way we do things. Mm. These are commended to everybody.
0: Okay. Mm. On that note, I think we can end the program today. I've been speaking with Dr. Tai Obateru this morning. He's a senior lecturer in the Department of Mass Communication, University of Joss, where he has lectured for about 18 years. He has earned two postgraduate degrees from the United Kingdom and has practiced journalism for several years. He's also a trainer in seminars and workshops is a member of the NIPR, amongst other professional and academic associations in communication, media and journalism studies. Dr. Tai Obateru has today offered the listener priceless information on the mass media, dealing with the menace of fake news and hate speech. Thank you again for being here.
1: Thank you very much. It was my pleasure.
0: His insights on the topic have been profound and we are sure the listener has gained immensely from the discussion please visit www.facebook.com slash NASCO group or follow the program on Twitter using the handle at NASCO group. Send any feedback on any aspect of this NASCO moment show to the email info at NASCO.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now we have a NASCO Moments trivia question segment. The question for this week is, during which historical period were the pyramids of Giza built and in which dynasty? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and include your name and location. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO. It was created by Unimark Limited, Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Haroon Audu. Research and content development George Palm, Suranu Megadi and Harun Audu. Production coordinators Solomon Audu, Suranu Megadi and Malau Silvanus. I am Hadun Giang. Have a lovely day.